first, let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. If you are trying to sell your home, there is an easy way to do it. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. These are the people that will put you in touch with the real estate agent in your area that knows uh, what the price of your home actually should be set at. Somebody comes in and uses an algorithm or says, you know, generally speaking, no, no, no. I need to know what that house is worth so I get the maximum amount of money and my house sells as quickly as possible. We line you up with the experts that you can trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now if you're trying to buy or sell a home. Get the right real estate agent. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is, this is a gift. This is a gift. And America's either going to take this gift or they're going to reject this gift. And they're going to say, oh, I, I want to open that and I want to live there. That gift is democratic socialists. They are, they are out in full force. And even the Democratic Party is trying to torpedo some of them. It's amazing to watch the great Democratic Socialist feast as they feast, feast, feast on themselves. We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Liberty Safe, where you can put your emergency cash. You can add. Hey, by the way, if you have emergency cash, the government can't take it now. Can they, Stu? Why not? Well, they, they, they the, the Supreme Court just ruled, right? If you oh, have cash there, you can, they just can't come in and go, where'd you get this cash? Uh, from the bank, and it's mine. And- well, I wouldn't say they ruled that, unfortunately, but they we're moving down the path. You're talking about civil asset forfeiture. Yes. yes. It's, I mean, it is moving. They're, they basically asked for that case. Did they not? I mean, I think the justices were saying, oh, go yeah. ahead, bring that case. Bring that because bring that. no, you can't. The government can't just take things right. because they pulled you over for a broken taillight. Right. So here's the thing. I mean, you've been able to keep your guns, your medicine, your cash, your jewelry and everything safe. If you have a Liberty safe, you, you, you can keep it safe from everybody except for the federal government. They can come in and take it, which is just wonderful. Uh, but here's what I want you to know. Right now, Liberty Safe is having a sale at your local Cabela's. The Cabela's safes are made by Liberty Safe, and they also carry the name brand Liberty Safe because people are asking for them by name. The Cabela's safe is is a Liberty Safe made by Liberty, made here in the USA, and it's the best built safe on the planet, bar none. Liberty Safe. Go there and look at them now on sale at Cabela's. LibertySafe.com. That's LibertySafe.com. So, uh, you know, you got the uh, you got the really exciting, the dynamic, I would call him a dynamo myself, Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. uh, now running for president. And there seems to be a lot of Do you, what Do you want to maybe stop and say that he's going to be on the show today. That'd be, this'd be okay. a good time. Well, I'm to- sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Uh, Bernie Sanders is going to be joining us on the show. Is that our number three? Yes. Yeah. Top of the hour of uh, hour number three of today's broadcast. Wanted to talk to him for a long time. Would never come on. 
uh, really, I seriously would like to talk to him because I have respect that he is open and honest about what he says. I mean, yeah. what he believes. There was a, uh, an incident on, on the socials last night, Glenn, where Alyssa Milano. Oh, my gosh. Uh, noted brainiac and <laughs> genius. Yes. Alyssa Milano. Yes. Pointed out that democratic socialism isn't real. Just a trick by Republicans to scare you into not voting for Democrats because you're going to think they're socialists. Now, the people who have identified themselves as democratic socialists, I'm not exactly sure what they say about that. <laughs> they don't exist. They don't exist. So it's like someone calling themselves a unicorn. Yes. yes. Muppets and, 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 and maybe CGI. I'm not sure. They're okay. deep fakes. They're deep fakes. Okay. For Bur- sure, so Bur- we know that. They might be Muppets. You could... You could convince me that Bernie Sanders is just an like an, an automatron. No, you uh, could convince anime. me that he is the Muppet up in the balcony. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Except he wouldn't. He he. That isn't that too elitist for him. Yeah, he wouldn't be. He, he would wouldn't say, be down with the people. We shouldn't sell these tickets to other people. I will hold on to this lakefront property or balcony <laughs> for now until socialism right. fully kicks Until we but, can all share in right. the wealth. Yeah. Right. Okay. So here is uh, here is the 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 conundrum that I face today. All of this stuff is coming out negative about Bernie Sanders. Hmm. And I think Republicans are pretty thrilled that Bernie Sanders is running yet again. I think this is a a very exciting thing to see that Bernie Sanders is going to be has even the possibility of being the top of the ticket. So what? I mean, he's probably the front runner right now. Right. Well, he is in fundraising and things like that. I and think polling. he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's no reason for anybody to torpedo him. You should celebrate him. Uh, but yet there are all these leaks of all this old news that's coming out. And I'm wondering who would release that? Who would have the motivation to go and do all the wet works now on Bernie Sanders? This is the uh, this is the latest. Here is Bernie Sanders in 1986. For some reason, I've been very excited when when Fidel Castro made the revolution in Cuba. I was a hmm. kid, and I remember reading that, and it was just seemed right and appropriate that poor people were rising up against rather ugly rich people. Ugly, and I remember again very distinctly a very distinct feeling. I was watching the debates. You remember the famous Nixon uh, Kennedy debates? That was the first time <coughs> the presidential cam- candidates actually debated. And I was becoming increasingly interested in politics, didn't know much, but was interested. I remember sitting in the student lounge at our dormitory watching the debate. And at that time, well, we can talk about Cuba now, I was very excited and impressed by the, the Cuban Revolution. <sighs> Even the Democrats weren't excited by the Cuban Revolution. Uh, now here he is in 1988. He he was impressed by the revolution that the poor people would rise up and get rid of the ugly rich guys. And uh, now in 1988, he sees the fruit of the revolution of 1919 in the Soviet Union. Most of the people here also were extremely impressed by their public transportation system. The stations themselves were absolutely beautiful. Uh, including many works of art, chandeliers that were beautiful. It was a very, very effective system. Also, I was impressed by the youth programs that they have, uh, their palaces of, of, of culture for, for the young people, a whole variety of, young, uh, of programs for young people, and cultural programs which go far beyond what we do in this country. Uh, we went to a, a, a theater in Yaroslavl, 
which was absolutely beautiful, had three separate stages. Their cultural programs are put on by professional actors and actresses, including a puppeteer uh, area. And the cost, the highest price of the ticket that you can get was the equivalent of $1.50. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That, wouldn't That's... that be wonderful? Now, I, the gulags and the torture and the cries of the oppressed uh, and, you know, the millions that were killed. But have you seen the chandelier? Mm. I mean, I hate rich people and their opulence, but as long as the people have a chandelier in their subway system, and it was beautiful, it was gorgeous, you didn't see it. I didn't. I mean, there's a cost-benefit analysis to everything. And, yeah. I mean, for me... A chandelier at a train station worth about four or five hundred thousand dead. If I if I can get it one chandelier per four hundred thousand, I've starved to death in the fields or executed as they tried to get potatoes. I think that's about the right ratio. Well, some I'm, people might say it's a little lower and a little I, higher. That's the debate, right? I would like to have more than one chandelier, and I also want these great youth programs because oh, yeah. I was very impressed with their youth programs. You know, when they're turning their parents into the KGB. That's one of the youth programs. That's sure. one of the youth yep. programs. I love that. I love that, I too. I love that. And to me, a good youth program, you're talking 1.2, 1.3 million dead. I'd trade, you know, if it, let's say it's after school basketball. That's about 1.6 million for me. If you get a theater dead. with three stages and a puppet theater. I might go to yeah. 2 million dead for that. Really? Yeah, I think that's about. And worth, the chandeliers? Well, if you put the chandelier you're in the five. building, I'm at 2.5. I'm at yeah, 2.5. I'm okay. at 2.5. Well, we could debate on 2, 2, five, three. Right. You know, how many million have to die? But I was impressed by this. This guy is a nightmare. This guy's a nightmare. He, he's terrifying as a president in the United States. I, I have to tell you, um, I don't know. Woodrow Wilson, here's what happened. Woodrow Wilson was that kind of guy. He was that kind of guy. He was the kind of guy who was like, yeah, well, you know, if you're going to have to kill a few people, you're going to have to kill a few people. We have to put a few people behind bars. We'll have to do it because it's the right thing for the state. Uh, for the collective. Yeah, for the collective. And so that was that scared the American people so much um, that they backed away and we got the Roaring Twenties. We went with, uh, with uh, Harding and then Coolidge and we got the Roaring Twenties. So they had to soften everything after that. And we didn't have any kind of reemergence of the progressive until the Great Depression. So I've been waiting to see what our bottom is. And I don't think we're going to hit our bottom. I really don't. Uh, our bottom has not come yet. There's not enough pain for the American people. It's the line in the Declaration of Independence, and I, I can't remember it. Look up the Declaration of Independence for me uh, real quick. Um, but there's, there's a line in it that says, basically, people will suffer all kinds of oppression. They'll just keep going because they, they would rather have the known than the, the possible pain of a switch of the unknown. And so they just get worse and worse and worse and worse. But then there comes a point to where they're like, okay, I've had enough. And they rise up. Do you realize how fast this is going to happen if we allow it to happen? It could happen in 2020 that they completely redesigned this country and flip the entire Constitution upside down. That we lose the free market system. Now, as long as we don't lose the vote... As long as we don't lose true representation, which is always the first thing that people do, um, as long as we don't lose that, we might be able to turn it back around and set it right. Might. Might. We did it before under Wilson. 
We might be able to do it. The difference between Wilson and today is infrastructure. Wilson didn't have the universities. He didn't have the media. He didn't have the government infrastructure. He didn't have Department of Homeland Security and all of these things. They had to do it from the outside. And that's why it was easily shut down in the next election. I don't think it goes back. I don't think it goes back. I think once you flip this this system upside down, it calcifies because there's so many employees now. And in one term, the federal government would grow to an exp- at an exponential rate. Yeah. I mean, and think about Bernie Sanders. Let's say he wins the nomination, which is a it's a possibility. I still don't find it to be the most likely possibility, but he's the current front, oh, no, front runner. Yeah, but he's going to they'll, they'll count him out just because of uh, the Democrats will destroy him. And, and remember, too, Sanders is a little bit different than some of the other candidates who believe in socialism in that he is an ideologue, not a politician. Number one. And number two, he's four hundred and ninety three years old and has nothing to lose. He's not the type of guy who's playing for the future here no, no. Of, of, of his political uh, no. life. He's, he's playing for the future of I want socialism. He's in this a country. disruptor. Right. So he's he comes, a disruptor. He comes in, wins that nomination. In that scenario, if he actually wins the presidency, they absolutely are holding on to the House and they're definitely taking the Senate. Can they get to 60 votes in the Senate? Probably not. However, as we've seen over the last two uh, cycles here, each side has taken another thing that used to have to be 60 votes. And change mm-hmm. it into 50. Mm-hmm. You've seen the Democrats did it with judges. Republicans did it with Supreme Court this time. And Donald Trump has said many times that he thinks the filibuster should go away so he can get things done. The fact that Trump has said that, you're telling me Sanders isn't going to get in there and make that same argument? And if they if they can get that through, There's, then they'll pass all of this crap. Listen, this is why this is happening to the Democrats. Why has the socialism uh, train all of a sudden just picked up? It's, it's like... You know, in Back to the Future 2, is that the one where it's the Wild West? Uh, that's three, isn't it? That's yeah. three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and remember, they throw those logs into the train and they throw that last bundle and that's what gets it up to 88 <laughs> miles an hour. Yes. It's as if the Democrats or the Democratic Socialists have thrown that last bundle in and all of a sudden we are hyper speed to the cliff. Mm-hmm. Does it not feel that way? Mm-hmm. Why did that happen? What caused that? I'll tell you in a minute. One minute. Film at 11. No, film film in one minute. Oh. Well, actually, no film at all. You're talking about the future of the country. You're making us wait a whole minute. Okay, so here's the the thing. If it was so important, why wouldn't you say it now? You're just (laughs) trying to make money. Um, Here's the... Because the capitalism is still in effect. (laughs) Yeah. But luckily... (laughs) Right. Once once we don't have this evil capitalism thing, uh, thing to deal with... We'll be happy to tell you these things from our cell to your cell in the gulag. (laughs) Anyway, um, the latest data breach affects emails and passwords of 2.2 billion accounts. That's amazing. That is incredible. A third of the world. That's nuts. 2.2 billion people have now been compromised in the latest data breach. So everybody's going to be compromised. There is there is no security anymore. You have no chance of survival on this if you don't have somebody watching over all of your information. It is critical now that you have LifeLock. This is this is this is honestly like you know the first person that said, "You know what? I think I want a lock on my front door." 
bartender was like, there's no reason to lock your front door. Nobody's going to take anything. And then all of a sudden, your neighborhood is Detroit. <laughs> well, that's what's happened. Put the lock on your front door. You need lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck. Lifelock.com. Promo code Beck. You're going to save 10%. Nobody can stop all identity theft and, you know, all the rest of it. But they are the best in the business. It's lifelock.com. Promo code Beck or 1-800-LIFELOCK. We pause now for 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, life is full of unintended consequences, and that's the problem with master plans. That's the problem with anybody saying, I, you know what we're going to do is if we do this, then they'll do that. Okay. And you're always wrong. You're yeah, always at some wrong. point in that in that at equation. some point mm-hmm. at some point you may be right for the first couple of moves, mm-hmm. but then something happens that you never anticipated and you're like, oh, crap. OK, that's why master central planning doesn't work. Now, let me take this to just the last election and something that we all felt was good. Uh, and that's a disruption of the system. We want to disrupt the system. And I said at the time, people who are saying, I want a disruption. I want somebody to go in there and kick these guys' butt. I get it, and I'm with you. But the people who said, I want somebody to burn it down, I warned, don't. You don't want to burn this down, okay? Well, the Democrats viewed this last election as a burning down of the house they saw that one guy can come in and turn the republican party upside down good or bad doesn't matter he turned the country or the the republican party upside down now they're for trade uh barriers republicans have never been for trade barriers and he is such a disruptive figure that he can get away with just about anything well, they like that. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to get away with everything for a very long time. So they like this disruption. That's why Democratic Socialists have taken off the masks, because you're not running against, in 2020, you're not running against Jeb Bush. You're not running against George Bush. You're not running against somebody like, you're running against a disruptor. And so the left wants a disruptor as well. It's the log. Donald Trump was that last bundle of logs that the Democrats now have taken into their socialist, Democratic socialist train and thrown it into the fire. And he's created such a white hot furnace that they're like, you know what? We can get away with anything as long as we're thinking big and thinking differently. That's why you're hearing about the new Green Deal. Because he's a disruptive figure, and to beat him, you need an even bigger disruptive figure. Because every one of their voters will vote for whoever they nominate whoever because they nominate. it's not Donald Trump. Yep. And there's, they believe there's enough independents and others that will vote against Donald Trump to put in anyone. So if we're going to get anyone on our side, why not go for it? This is why they have to investigate. This is why they have to have scandal, because they are creating for their side... A candidate that will feel to them as Hillary Clinton felt to us. Mm-hmm. We all said there's no way we're going to. I mean, I won't vote for Hillary Clinton. She's totally corrupt. She's totally she's wrong on everything yeah. and totally corrupt. 
And so they need him to be totally corrupt because we would have voted for anyone. We would have voted for anyone. Any Republican that wasn't her, right? Yes. That, and, and, that, and, I, and another similarity to 2016 here is, and it's a notable one for us right now, which is the Democrats had an analysis of that election that they could do anything that they could think of to make Donald Trump the nominee because they all wanted to run against Donald Trump because he was the one that they could beat. He was the easiest one to beat. This guy says all sorts of crazy stuff, and he's he's not a politician. He's Mm going to screw up a million times, and all Mm -hmm. these tapes are going to come out, and who knows what they Mm -hmm. thought was going to happen. And so they all cheered for Donald Trump to win so that Hillary could dispatch with him easily. The same thing is happening now, reversed. We're all looking at these socialists and these crazy people, and it's like, to me, and I, I feel this way as well, I would love Bernie Sanders to be the nominee, because how can Bernie Sanders get elected in this country? How is it possible? However... Watch what you wish for here, because if you get someone who's as ideological as Sanders and it comes into a one on one with a big personality like Trump, anything can happen. And if a socialist gets elected, I mean, we can see these things accelerate uh, faster than we ever imagined. Here's my prediction. If the economy goes down uh, and and Donald Trump uh, doesn't become uh, more presidential and gain about 11 points of likability, your president and vice president will be Joe Biden and Beto. They're going to put Beto on the ticket with Joe Biden. And uh, that will be that will be the ticket because you'll have that Democratic Socialist tip of the hat, that new reformer with Beto with Beto. Mm -hmm. And then you will have the oh, he's not crazy. Have you met Joe Biden? He's not crazy. He's not. And he's a puncher. That's interesting. Because I, I think I see Biden more as uh, I, I feel like if the economy crashes, the, the idea of a socialist, one of these real far, far left of the left candidates like a Sanders, like a Harris, uh, like a Warren winning is is intensified where I think Biden has ha, is more likely if things stay the same to be the nominee. The, the uglier it gets in the economy, the more beatable Trump looks, yes. the more likely they go socialist. Yes. Because that's, but that's just the look at I have today. Right, yeah. Today. I mean, that could change for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to come back. Pat is going to join us. Bernie Sanders is joining us on the program. Jonathan Dunn it will be here. Bill O'Reilly is also joining us. Big show today. Don't miss a second. Miss a minute. Miss a lot. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Why did we form this? We formed it so you could find the right agent so you could sell your house on time and for most money. The real reason is, is because I went through, I've sold houses over and over and over again, and I always lose on houses. And I'd always, it's always the same thing. I don't know. Just call a real estate agent. Does anybody know a good real estate agent? That's not the way to find a real estate agent. That's the biggest investment of your life. You imagine you've got all this money. Let's say you have $200,000 like you do in your house. You $200,000 and you're going to invest it. Would you just go, I don't know, does anybody know a Wall Street guy? Does anybody know an investment advisor? And you just go with him? <laughs> no. Real estate agents, you, uh, real estate agents, I trust.com. Go there now. Get the right one to sell your house or to help you buy the next house. And uh, it's a it's a game changer. Real estate agents, I trust dot com.
All right, blazetv.com slash Beck is where you can go to sign up to get the Blaze TV. All the personalities you know and love. Use the promo code Beck. Pat Gray is coming up next. Why pay your hard-earned money to join an organization that fought for a government-run health care system and stood against tax cuts for middle-class Americans and small business owners? That's AARP. Join AMAC, the conservative alternative. Same money-saving benefits of AARP without the liberal agenda. Stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight. Become a member today. Join now at amac.us slash USA. amac.us slash USA. Holy cow. I I am convinced. Welcome to the program, Pat. I am convinced if the United States had just a serious conversation about the opening lines of the Declaration of Independence, we could fix this nation. And let me give you an example. Just listen to the first five lines. Okay, We hold these truths to be self-evident. That could be a week. That all men are created equal next week. That they are endowed by their creator. It would be probably six months with certain unalienable rights that among these rights are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, period. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. There's your definition of government right there. Governments are instituted to protect rights, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Notice it doesn't say powers. It says just powers. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, meaning they are starting to squash your rights, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute a new government, laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, and this is the line I was talking about earlier, prudence indeed, this is where we are, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind is more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. And the last line, but when a long train of abuses and new usurpations uh, pursuing invariably the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, comma, it is their duty, comma, to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. Now, why doesn't public education work? Because public education cannot teach that. A government cannot teach this. We have taken and said, hey, it's our government that is going to protect these rights. But over time, I felt uncomfortable even reading. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations uh, invariably uh, reduce them to absolute despotism, it is their right, is their duty to throw off such government. Why did I feel uncomfortable with that? Because it's revolutionary. Because so many people say, see, look, they're calling for revolution. How could it? How could a government teach that revolution is good under despotism teach what those rights are and what the proper role of government is how could they be teaching that and spending all the money and creating the curriculum and at the same time say you know what we're going to create some new rights here 
They wouldn't. They can't. They, it, not only that, but the line well before that, endowed by their creator. Yes. They don't want to talk about that at all. No. Because that might offend somebody. And not everybody believes there is a creator. So it's we a, can't talk about a creator. But you know what? It's not even that. It's not even that. Progressives will tell you, and whether they believe in God or not, they will tell you that they believe in God. Some, some of them, most of them. And I think most of them would consider themselves spiritual, that there is some higher power. But that's not, in their opinion, where rights come from. They have to oh. believe oh, that yeah. rights come from the body in Washington, mm-hmm. not the body of Christ, but the body in Washington. And so that's that's yeah. the real breakaway. Yep. It's a higher power. It's just not the one that was necessarily intended. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. If we would just teach that, we could uh, we could save the country. If America know. just had a does a serious like we used to in you know the 1700s. Not everybody had it, but the the history teaches mm-hmm. us that the taverns were full of people who were debating. Well, which right is it? What is that? What do you mean that right? And why should we give the government that much power, et cetera, et cetera? The people were engaged. They're not engaged. They're engaged on what the latest tweet was from somebody they despise mm-hmm. or someone they love. That's not a battle of ideas. And I, I don't think they even talk about the Declaration of Independence anymore. They ignore the Declaration of Independence. Like, that's not a founding document anymore. Like, it has nothing to do with the Constitution. The Constitution is, it, it, you know, is somewhat important. But the Declaration of Independence, that means nothing now. The Declaration of Independence is our mission statement. <clears throat> and our Constitution is the blueprint on how to build it. Mm-hmm. Without the mission statement, you're just building a machine. And it could do anything. You have to have the mission statement. That's what set us apart. Name the mission statement of Great Britain. The Magna Carta. The, the Bad Teeth Act. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Name, name the mission. I forgot about the yeah. Bad Teeth Act. <laughs> name the a, mission mm-hmm. statement of Germany or France. There, there isn't. No. Say Britain kind of has one, but Britain and France really don't. You just said Britain. And- no, you said Germany and France. Uh, I mean, oh, Germany and France. Yeah, Germany and France. Okay. Yeah, but Britain has one. Britain, you know, they started things like yeah. this with yes. the Magna Carta. Yes. I mean, that's where the miracle started, right? <laughs> yep. I mean, it's, yes. Uh, yep. um, in many ways. Um, mm-hmm. That was, uh, the, that enlightenment was That's kind of our mission. St- I mean, that yeah. started our mission statement. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. Very closely related. It did. Mm-hmm. But, but really, that's why, that's why, that's why America is different. You know, make America great again. It's not about jobs. It's not about, it's our mission. What is our mission? Our mission is to show the world that all men are created equal. And when you treat people like that, look what they can accomplish. Just leave them alone. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what's bred inside of us. And that's what we're not talking about. And, and again, though, we're not talking about it because that's by design. The founders and everything they said and everything they stood for has been disparaged and it's been it's been ridiculed, it's been mocked, and it's been nullified by a hundred and probably fifty years of founder bashing, yeah. of of founder belittling, of making them out to be nothing but racist, white, rich, old guys who are who, un- completely unrelatable. Right. And and not worth paying attention to anymore. Yeah, I mean, look, the other thing, too, is I think the country is at some level and these these 
this battle of ideas is at some level a casualty of the success of the founders. Mm-hmm. I mean, when mm-hmm. you can, they created a country that 95% of people can never watch a news broadcast and just care about what Kim Kardashian tweets. And it still That's is the best country on earth. Are. That's right? how, like, yeah, yeah. it still mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. runs itself yeah. to be mm-hmm. the most yep. prosperous nation on earth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, right. you know, it's hard to make the argument you should care. Less and less people care and things get better and better. People are being, you know, dragged out of poverty all over the world because this capitalist engine and the free market has has generated so much for so many. At some point, it becomes difficult to defend because people take it for granted. And I really think that's where we are. It's, that's sort of the focus of Jonah Goldberg's book. I mentioned it mm-hmm. a minute ago with the mirror, mm-hmm. like the suicide of the West. It's like mm-hmm. we're making this choice to no longer defend these things because we take them for granted completely so we the pe- do we do you guys are going to have jonathan dunn on later right mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah he doesn't uh, take freedom's disciple from ireland and he's you know it takes an irish guy to remind us about the unbelievable rights and and the foundation of this uh, of this country that he doesn't that we have. take for granted yeah. and he doesn't have so he doesn't take it for granted and people in britain who understand it don't take it for granted and mm. to listen to him talk about the constitution is a pretty special thing uh it's it's pretty inspiring because it you know i think it takes a foreigner to remind us sometimes of what we have here because nobody else has it and we forget that sometimes and we just have taken it for granted our whole lives to the point where we don't even pay attention to it and most people don't even read it most people don't even know what's in those documents anymore i'm so proud of my son the other day he came to me about about a month ago and um, we've been struggling with some stuff. And uh, so we've been just having these really great talks. And um, and he said, Dad, uh, I've been thinking about what we talked about yesterday. And he said, you know what I think the problem is, really? He said, no. He said, I think my life has been too easy. <laughs> And now you'd say that to mm, me, and, I, mm-hmm. and I, I really wanted to pounce and say, oh, I'll make it tough for you. <laughs> um, but he was right. And mm-hmm. he, I mean, the wisdom of this kid, if we just would look at ourselves and say, I mean, his life, I mean, he's had some, he's had some issues, but he's also had a sweet life that nobody else Nobody else has had, you know, he's, he's been sure. raised in a family that has opportunities that nobody else has, but he also still struggles with everything else that everybody else struggles with. Um, that is really the American story. We are, we are throwing, we're throwing temper tantrums because oh, this is so difficult. No, you don't know what difficult <laughs> is. Mm-hmm. You don't know what difficult is. And we're not willing to say, you know what, the reason why we're complaining, the reason why we're walking around pouty, the reason why we're walking around throwing temper tantrums is because we're spoiled. We're spoiled. We've, we've had it too easy. If we could just come to that one understanding, mm-hmm. our country would change. But we don't. We, we, we want to. We are rewarding people who are victims now. With the Jesse Smollett or Jesse Smollett case. Mm-hmm. He's he knew he would be rewarded if he was a victim. What kind of country is that? <laughs> now, don't forget about the Native American who was beating the drum in the kid's face. Knew he'd be a victim. Uh, right. You know, the 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 Rolling right. Stone 
uh, uh, case with the Virginia uh, rape uh, situation. You know, there's a there's there's a fetish. You're fetishizing it, right? That's the word, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're taking it. You're making it into this like sexual preference, something you're all everyone's striving for. It's sexy to be a victim. And in that in rape this case, freaking country, where she wasn't a victim, she wasn't. And everybody victim. found out. Her her excuse was, well, but this does happen, and I'm just bringing that to light. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. It's always the it's always the case. So even that was fine. Yeah, that was great. And They're she saying that was, was rewarded. They're yeah. saying that was Smollett. The Blaze has a, a list of stories, and I think they've even expanded on what we did on a Monday. I think they have thirty fake uh, hoax cases revolving around Trump. People saying Trump supporters did x y and z there's a list on the blaze of like 30 of them and they're all fake and they're all fake all, fake. all turned out to be fake mm-hmm. and of course the vast majority of them overwhelmingly embraced by the media who said wow this is a real sign of what's really happening here guys and look there are people who are awful that do awful things we just saw a guy arrested you know, this guy who was arrested uh the coast guard guy who was uh you know going right who's trying to emulate yeah. with and the norwegian really mass bad. murderer could have been really really bad there are really bad people but that normally but, doesn't happen but again they they, they as you, i think it was the washington post glenn you pointed out the writer saying i want this to be true it needs to be true because i want to show everyone this is how the world is well maybe it's not <laughs> you ever stop and think maybe it's not Maybe all of your guesses as to what white people and Trump supporters think, maybe they're wrong. Has that crossed your mind at all when we show you dozens of cases where the same thing happens, where you incentivize people to climb to the top of the ladder of our society by being a victim, and then shockingly, they all fake it and try to become a victim? Well, of course they do. You're you're telling everyone this is the best thing you can be. Uh, uh, Was it... uh, well, it might have been John Ziegler the other day who said, you know, it's a think of how intoxicating this must be for someone on the left to go in. You this happens to you. Everyone fawns. Everyone says, oh, my gosh, you're so brave. Everyone says you're so strong. You're, you're making a, hero. a difference. You're a hero. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Those people are evil. All the people that you don't like are bad and you're great. I mean, you can understand why someone would be incentivized to do something like so this. So this is why when I went to Mexico, I was so disgusted with our country. I, I, and I didn't say it at the time. I, I just, I, I, I almost, almost couldn't come into work for a week because it was the week we were tearing down the statues. And I had just done a, a three-day tour in Mexico talking to actual slaves, people who had chains around their neck and scars on their back from being whipped, Okay women who were in their 20s and i asked one of them as we were filming something i said i want you to say uh your name and that i was a slave but uh my life is a blank piece of paper and only i write my story and she looked at me and she said no <laughs> and through a translator she told me you could say i was a slave others could say i was a slave but even with a chain around my neck i was never a slave Mm. To me, wow. that's inspiring. I leave that mm-hmm. where a woman was actually enslaved to a bunch of college kids in beautiful universities with everything going for them, saying how they've been victimized by a statue of a guy who lived <laughs> 120 years ago. Maybe our life is a little too easy. Well, don't worry about that. <laughs> The universe has a way of balancing that out and fixing it. 
Uh, X Chair is our sponsor this uh, half hour. These are great, great chairs. Uh, and you can get the one that I think will take you to Mars. It has so many. I, th- I haven't found the launch button yet, but there are so many adjustments on these chairs. They're just great. You can get the top of the line, or you can also look into their X Basic, which is a little more affordable. They're, they're, they are not the most expensive chair on the market. The top of the line is not. Uh, the, the, the chair that everybody drools over and says, oh, those are great office, office chairs. Th- those pale in comparison to this, and the price is lower. But the X Chair Basic is really affordable, and it gives you all of the adjustments that you need. They're great chairs. If you are looking for a really good office chair, please go to xchairbeck.com. Do your own homework, but you make sure you use the promo code BECK. When you use it, you'll get a free foot rest as well. They have payments now for some of the chairs of $30 a month. So you can afford this chair. It's great on your back. You will love sitting in an X chair. xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-CHAIR. xchairbeck.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Did you see Jeffrey Smollett's attorney's statement? Today we witnessed an an organized law enforcement spectacle that has no place in the American legal system. Uh, They are going after Chicago saying that they are just targeting this poor man. He is still declaring his innocence. This guy, they've got your check, dude. You wrote a check to those two guys. Guy can't get a break. I mean, first MAGA country, now the police. Guy just wants a tuna sandwich. Holy cow. Can't wait to hear Bill O'Reilly next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, I want to tell you about our sponsor. It's Relief Factor, uh, 100% drug-free, created by doctors. Four key ingredients that help your body's fight against inflammation. And if you're trying thinking about trying like cryotherapy, which was, I think, 85 bucks a pop. I tried it. Uh, you tried it, and it didn't really work for you. Well, I, it, it was great. Uh, honestly, it's great for about an hour. <laughs> right. It's great for about an hour, and then you thaw out. Uh, for uh, 19.95, instead of 85 bucks a session, you can get the three-week quick start and try Relief Factor, and that actually has worked for you in a long-term way. Yeah, get down on your knees. I was underneath the kitchen table last night with my grandkids uh, and my kids, and we were just playing, and it feels good to be able to do that. Relief Factor will help you do that. Uh, order now. Try the three-week quick start. See if it makes a difference for you. It has for me and 70% of the people who do it. It really changes their life. ReliefFactor.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Man, there is so much to talk to Bill O'Reilly about. Uh, you've got the exit from uh, New York with Amazon and AOC. You have developments, big developments in the Mueller uh, case, which is supposed to be finished tomorrow. Bernie Sanders has thrown his hat into the ring. Uh, Smollett and what's happening there, an incredible, incredible story. Uh, but that doesn't even count the 46 uh, uh lawsuits that california has uh, filed against donald trump uh it it doesn't even uh cover the 
the emergency declaration. We've got a ton to talk about with Bill O'Reilly, and we begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It also doesn't really even go into any of the foreign affairs. Uh, There are so many problems with our financial system uh, right now, and we are the best out of out of everybody in the world. But China is on the verge of destruction. We have 70 percent of our investments in the United States with our people, you, me, everybody else. 70 percent of that is locked up in the stock market. So the stock market takes a hit and it's bad. But if everybody you know, doesn't panic and they haven't over leveraged themselves, it will grow back just like it did in 08. We've we've gained 400 percent since 08. China, on the other hand, is a housing market. Those are all loans that are way underwater. They are way worse than we were in 2008. And if China goes down, 70 percent of the money that they have invested is all in this bogus real estate it's much worse. They go down. Europe goes down. Africa goes down. America go down. We're, we're all tied together. Please, this year, please, sooner rather than later, clean up your financial house. Make sure your house is in order. Do the things that you need to do and, and spread out the risk. You don't want all your risk in your home. You don't want it all in a 401k. You don't want all your money in the bank. You want it spread out. Take 10% and consider gold or silver. And I mean physical gold or silver. Have something of value at the end of this. I've been stockpiling signed books from Bill O'Reilly. Is that a better or worse Uh, than gold? What would you say? Signed? I think in the future they might be worth more if they're unsigned. Oh, okay. I'm not not sure. (laughs) Uh, So uh, uh, consider this, please. Do your own homework and decide for yourself. Goldline.com. That's goldline.com or 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Bill, you are um, you. I have so much I want to talk to you about. You're going to you're going to have insight that we have we have maybe missed this week. But I want to start with dessert. I want to start with this crazy story out of Chicago and uh, Jesse Smollett. Well, it is a crazy story. And, uh, you know, he's doubling down by telling the Hollywood pinheads, oh, I didn't do it. You know, this is uh if, if I, if, it's not true. I mean, the Chicago police are, are lying about me. So that tells me the guy is uh, mentally ill. Is that fair? <laughs> it does seem to be uh, relatively I'm not fair. I'm saying it's a joke. No, I, I think that might be fair. I, I'm, okay. I, 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 I think it might be a cop evidence now. Yes. Uh, compiled by the Chicago police, which treated him with respect in the beginning. Um, and the guy's still claiming that, you know, two white guys jumped him at two thirty in the morning at 14 below zero weather when he came back from his subway. But he's going, he's doubling down even more than that. His lawyer came out yesterday and said, this is what we thought we were dealing with was bad enough. But now look at the justice yeah, now system he's persecuted by the authorities. Oh my gosh. So I think that at this point you have to disengage. And, and this is a lesson for people in their personal lives as well. 
Uh, once you get into a point where there's it's irrational and that truth and facts don't matter anymore, so you're in a delusionary world, you got to get away. Okay, so I'm putting that story behind me, and that, and I feel bad for any human being that self-destructs that way. But the political story here, Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, two senators, yep. in my opinion, yep. have destroyed their credibility forever. So cast members... Cast members of Empire have come out and said, this is horrible. They are destroying him. Fox has distanced themselves. And not Fox News Channel. Fox has distanced themselves. And yet the presidential candidates don't? Well, they do, but they don't know what to do. Because both Booker and and Harris, on their resume, have the witch hunting against Brett Kavanaugh. So this is two. All right? So they're witch hunters. That's who these people are. And I'll submit to you that no American is going to vote for a... Well, I shouldn't even say that because we live in a different country now. Um, But they're witch hunters. And Harris had a pretty good shot at the number two spot on a Biden ticket. But now, if Biden puts her there, all you're going to hear about is Jussie Smollett. That's all you're going to hear about. I mean, Trump will go to town on that, and so will Pence like crazy. So that's a big unintended consequence of this whole thing that the media will never report. The second big story off this is that many millions of Americans now believe CNN is trash. You had their uh, media critic, the ball guy, what's his name? That vicious animal there. Brian Stelter, potentially? All right, Stelter, yeah. yeah. Vicious beyond belief, this man. Okay? And Lara Logan pointed that out this mm-hmm. week. He comes out and he says, he says, on the air, mainstream media covered Smollett uh, responsibly. It is, That's it the end of him. Yeah, delusional. Delusional. Right. So... I looked at the numbers. I just got them from last night for CNN um, cable news. Mm-hmm. They are now evaporating. What are their light, What are their nightly numbers like? Um, they have declined in the last few weeks about twenty twenty five percent. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How many? Because the the MSNBC, what they did was they just ignored it, if you can believe it. Um, they were all over Smollett when it first started. Oh, this is terrible. And then the usual virtue signaling that mm-hmm, they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're noble and the country is terrible. But we, MSNBC, we are so noble and so smart. And then when it turned, what MSNBC did, and this is all corporate, we've discussed this before, they're ordered what to do and say, was they didn't cover it. They ignored it. Even their big show, Maddow. Okay, but CNN tried to defend it. You see the difference? Mm -hmm. So the liberals who don't want to see this or hear this anymore, they went to MSNBC because even they couldn't stomach the lies coming out of CNN. I mean, so you've got two really big stories off Smollett. Um, You've got 
the disintegration of two presidential candidates and the disintegration of CNN. Now, how long people will remember, I don't know, but it can be brought up at any time. Well, you have, you have, may I have one more big story? I agree with everything you just said. One other story that is big and yet undeveloped, and that is how much time will he get for this? Now he's accused of sending his own uh, letter to himself, a threatening yeah. letter to himself. Probation and a fine. That's a mistake. Wait a minute. Hang on. If you did that, the, the penalty is seven to ten years for just it's postal Chicago, fraud. Beck. I know. Hang on just a second. One to three for the reporting of a crime. If this guy, he is facing, from basic sentencing, eight to 13 years. Beck, it, I understand. A city where you can carry a gun, be a gang member, and they won't even give you any jail time. So here's the here's the the undeveloped story yet to come. And All that right. is if if this guy we have 30 on the blaze today, we have added uh, last weekend a reporter went through and they found like 20 different uh, stories that were fake today. The blaze has a comprehensive story on 30 of these fake uh, left wing. You know, I was yeah. you know, I was victimized somehow or another by Donald Trump supporter. Um, if you don't if you don't make an example out of this guy, there is no truth on the local level. Police won't be able to believe anything. They're not going to do it, Beck. I'm telling you, this is Cook County, Chicago. I know. So what is going to happen is they're going to the lawyers for Smollett will go in and say our client has psychological and emotional problems. We want to make a plea deal. Don't put him in jail. He'll get therapy. Give him probation. He'll pay a fine for all the expenses that the Chicago PD put out. And that's what will happen. Wow. That will send a really bad signal. It's Chicago. I know. I know. I know. I know. All right. A big question on Bernie Bernie Sanders and uh, his announcement. We'll do that coming up in uh, just a just a second with Bill O'Reilly. First, let me pause for one minute and then back to Bill. Uh, Field of Greens. Yes, another week without me having a salad. Now I've got to lose weight so people can see that this is. This is not a diet thing I'm doing because people will be like, you should have a salad. No, this is I hate. It's rabbit food. I hate it. Right. And, and it's not like, I mean, you've gone your whole life without eating salads. Yeah. So this now yes. you're just getting the nutrients you're supposed to get. Exactly with, with right. Continuing not eating a salad. And I can continue to say to my wife, I don't need to have a salad. And this time you're finally right. Yes. Like in the past, you've been saying the same thing. Right. You were just lying. And as my body started to fall apart, she was like, should have had a salad, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Now you, you do. Put, you put one scoop in a cup of water, you stir it in, you're done. Uh, this is not a supplement or a laboratory created vitamin that kills your kidneys. This is real USDA organic fruits and vegetables complete with antioxidants, boost immunity, has all the antioxidant power, prebiotic, probiotic. It's real. It's not a laboratory thing. So BrickHouseGlenn.com is where you can find it. BrickHouseGlenn.com. 15% off your first order when you use my name, G-L-E-N-N, two N's. Uh, a better you awaits tomorrow. BrickHouseGlenn.com. Offer code Glenn. We pay, pause for 10 seconds, then back to Bill O'Reilly.
Let's start with the uh, audio of, of, of Bernie Sanders. Uh, there's been two releases, but the I want the second cut where he's talking about how great the Soviet Union is back in 1988. Most of the people here also were extremely impressed by their public transportation system. The stations themselves were absolutely beautiful, uh, in, including many works of art, chandeliers that were beautiful. It was a very, very effective system. Also, I was impressed by the youth programs that they have, uh, their palaces of, of, of culture for, for the young people, a whole variety of, young, uh, of programs for young people, and cultural programs which go far beyond what we do in this country. Uh, we went to a, a, a theater in Yaroslavl, which was absolutely beautiful, had three separate stages where cultural programs are put on by professional actors and actresses, including a puppeteer uh, area, and the cost, the highest price of the ticket that you can get was the equivalent of $1.50. Well, that was the cost of the ticket, $1.50 plus uh, about $50 million dead. But that's for a puppet show, that uh, price could never be uh, high enough. Bill, who is releasing this? Is this stuff coming from the right, or is this stuff coming from the left? Mueller put it out. It's Russian collusion. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the Democrats do not want Bernie Sanders as a front runner. No. Um, and I, I mean, Bernie is, uh, if you look at history, you know, if Bernie never, never would submit for an interview with me mm -hmm. because he knew that it would be the end. He's on with All me right? in 45 minutes. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he is. Is he coming on with you? 45 minutes from now. Okay. Now, here's what you ask him. Okay. Say, okay, Bernie, what's the difference between the Soviet Union that you were praising in that year and the Third Reich? Okay. What's the difference? Third Reich. I will ask him that. All right, I'll also ask him what he thinks you about look, you. If you look at the historical mm -hmm. atrocities yes. leveled by Hitler as opposed to Stalin, mm -hmm. pretty much equal. Mm, Stalin was a little, more ex a little more effective for a longer period of time. All but right, yes, well, you're you right. Go. Yeah. There mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. And then you, an American citizen, are standing there in a land where 30 million people were murdered mm -hmm. to impose mm -hmm. a governmental system, mm -hmm. and you are praising that system? Mm -hmm. If you ask him that question back, he's through, because that's what he did. So, Bill, the the Democratic Socialist, the, this has been turbocharged all of a sudden. I, I explained it earlier as if I don't know if you ever watched uh, Back to the Future three where they went back to the Wild West. Oh, that's my favorite. Three, right? OK, one and two. Yeah, hated it. Three. Mm -hmm. loved mm -hmm. it. Go ahead. OK, I got it. So at one point, uh, Doc and uh, Marty, they have to throw this bundle into that engine uh for the train to get it to go to 88 miles an hour and it takes off like a rocket ship something has happened with the democratic socialist movement what is that bundle that they threw into the fire that has made this a nonstop train right to the cliff i think it is uh that they learned that somebody who is really very disruptive to the whole system can make it like Donald Trump, 
and they think they can now just pull the masks off and go, yeah, you know what? We want a world, a new world order, uh, and we're going to change everything. And they think that will work with the American people because it it worked in some way uh, with Donald Trump. I see it a bit differently. Okay, tell me. I think the Amazon thing in New York really hurt the socialistic movement. I agree. 25,000 jobs vanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uber-left communist mayor, de Blasio, mm-hmm. and he's on the same part as Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, he is. Okay. Um, he, even he, was outraged by the socialism that caused Amazon to pull out of here. Now, even though most people don't live in New York and they don't care what happens to New York, the message got out. Now, the wise guys who run the Democratic Party, and I'd use that term for the Republican Party as well. I mean, the real money men, the real behind-the-scenes people, the Bonner group, Mm -hmm. the shadowy people that live in Washington and raise all the money. They don't want this. They don't want these socialists, okay? They want Biden. They want somebody who's moderate because they know it's McGovern. It's George McGovern coming down the track to run against Trump. All right, they know that. All internal polling shows that. What is they're up against is the media. The media loves the far-left progressives, which is why they made Cortez a, an amazing star. So Cortez, not a congresswoman, she's a celebrity mm-hmm. who just happens to be in Congress. Mm-hmm. But believe me, she has no interest in Congress at all. Uh, she wants to be... Um, a celebrity and hang with the with the mm-hmm. swells. Mm-hmm. All right. So the establishment money raisers inside the Democratic Party, who are you don't know who they are. You never see them. They're up against the New York Times, the Washington Post. Okay. Who for some reason think all this progressive stuff, all this socialist stuff is really good. Um, which is just stunning to me. It's stunning to me that the Washington Post has that opinion when the Washington Post owner is the guy who lost uh, in New York out. City, pulled out. Well, not only not only that, but he's going to have to write a hundred million dollar check to the Covington kid. All right, they're going to lose that. Yes. If that ever got to a jury, which it won't, the jury probably give him three hundred million. Yeah. All right. So the Washington Post is in real trouble, but it's Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, who owns the Post, who's going to have to write that check. Lynn Wood, that lawyer in Atlanta, he's jumping up and down. This is, this is the easiest case he's ever gotten in his life. Yeah. All right? He goes, look, I don't care what you say, New York Times or Washington Post. I want a jury. I want a Kentucky jury. All right. And I'm going to parade my 16 year old client in there and he's going to tell you how the Washington Post and others ruined his life. Are you kidding me? How much money is that? Bill, let me ask you this. Um, If if I offered you a nine to one return on your money uh, and it was pretty guaranteed, I, I could I could even say to you five to one. For I'll sure, it. but it's going to be right. You're insane. What, what are you giving me? I'll take it. Correct. <laughs> Everyone, the poorest among us would be insane if I said you only have a dollar. But if you give that dollar to me, I'm going to return five to nine dollars. And right. and I'm being generous by saying five. It's a nine dollar return on the investment. That's what this investment of three billion dollars was for the state of New York. 
It was a nine oh, to one return. And, and not only that, I live here. I mean, this, this whole uh, complex was 10 miles away from my house where I'm talking to you right now. Every single person in Western Queens would have benefited. Every poor person in the borough. You imagine what your house would have been worth? Well, it's a palace now. um, (laughs) Every pizza owner, every uh, shopkeeper, everybody looking for a job, every high school kid who wants to work after school. So, Bill, when I come back, I want to talk to you about then the real people that maybe your help talks to uh, that live in that area. What what they've learned, if anything, about their own uh, House of Representatives in, you know, their state assembly in New York and people like Ocasio-Cortez. Is there a breaking point with the average Democrat? You're listening to Glenn Beck. Personal information that you can send and receive online, like passwords, credit card numbers, private photos, financial statements, or tax returns with your social security number. Those are targets when you use public Wi-Fi. Don't use public Wi-Fi. That's a hunting ground. Now, there is something out called a VPN, and a VPN is something that you'll see in movies where they're like, oh, trace that, where, where's that, where, where, where's the computer, where are they communicating with us, and you'll see it bounce around the map, and they can never find it. Uh, that's what a VPN is. You're using a virtual private network. Um, and so you're logging on someplace else in the world, and that stops cyber criminals from being able to locate your stuff but it also stops people like facebook from tracking everything that you do starts at 333 a month and it's done by norton they've done security forever norton secure vpn go to norton.com slash vpn norton.com slash vpn do it now so jesse smollett has apparently just been written out of the last two episodes of empire oops uh, we'll have more with that on with bill o'reilly from BillOReilly.com. coming up next Small business owners, do you need help managing cash flow, hiring employees, purchasing inventory? Getting access to capital from traditional banks is incredibly challenging and time-consuming for small business owners. But here's the solution, OnDeck. OnDeck is 100% committed to small business owners with fast, easy, and tailored financing. Get funding in as fast as 24 hours with term loans up to $500,000 and lines of credit up to $100,000. The application process is simple and won't impact your personal credit. OnDeck has lent over $10 billion to over 80,000 small business owners and carries a 9.8 out of 10 rating on Trustpilot and an A-plus rating with the BBB. If you're a small business owner and need quick access to capital, go to ondeck.com slash blaze right now. As a listener to this podcast, you'll receive a free consultation with one of their U.S.-based loan specialists. Get approved online or by phone in just minutes. Go to ondeck.com slash blaze. That's O-N-D-E-C-K dot com slash blaze for your free consultation now. We're with Bill O'Reilly on the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. We're talking about uh, the loss of uh, Amazon to New York and what that means politically. Um, AOC and others are celebrating. The New York Times had a uh, deal on their uh, their daily podcast today about what it means for New York. And they were so arrogant saying, well, New York doesn't really need Amazon and we'll get those jobs anyway. Quote, we we create in New York City. 
thousands of jobs every month anyway. Oh, do you? Really? Um, but what do the real people think on the streets? And, um, you know, from Bill O'Reilly's house, there is a vantage point to where you can look down at uh, the little villages and towns where real people actually <laughs> live. Um, what, how are the how are the average Democrats looking at, you know, job creation? This isn't job creation. These are serial killers when it comes to job creation. Twenty five thousand okay. jobs lost. OK. Number one, um, I'm, I'm glad you follow the New York Times because I don't. Yes. You Somebody know why has to. I don't? Because everything. Because they're liars. Okay, got it. All right. And they lied today. If what you're reporting is accurate, it I, is. I have no, yeah, I have yeah. no reason to believe it is. So little Andrew Cuomo, the, government, the governor of New York State, and I use the word little because he's shrinking in my estimation. Um, almost every day. Mm-hmm. Little Andrew Cuomo comes out two weeks ago and says, um, we are uh, $2.5 billion light on tax receipts. So we expected $2.5 billion more taxes in New York State. And the reason we don't have them is because large wage earners like Glenn Beck, and he, he, he cited you specifically. I'm sure he did. Have, have moved out of the state. Mm-hmm. Which you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're in Connecticut, but we have moved out. Okay. So that's a fact in stone. So then the New York Times comes in and says, oh, no, we don't need Amazon. We, we, we create jobs all the time. Then they're, of course, contradicting little Andrew. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can't believe a word those people say. Nothing. Now, I don't. your question before the break was, are the folks who elected Ocasio-Cortez going to wise up and see what she's peddling is hurtful to them and the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. And I'll tell you, I don't know if the news penetrates now through to 75% of the American people. Well, hang on. 25%, 25% of us follow it. But 75% of us are so addicted to the machines and everything else that they don't. So let me, let me give you a prime example of this. Here's uh, Ocasio-Cortez uh, trying to explain uh, how taxes work uh, uh, to, to a, a show that you know, will appeal to 75% uh, of Americans. Watch. So a marginal tax rate is saying if you make more than 10 million in one year, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good year. That's a, that's a damn good if year. You make <laughs> that's some El Chapo. 10 million. Yes, seriously. If you make more than 10 million in one year, your 10 millionth and one dollar gets taxed at 70%. Which, by the way, we used to have marginal tax rates mm-hmm. under Republican presidents of 90%. And it was when we experienced some of the largest rates of economic. Wow, stupid. Hold that. So. You know what's crazy? Like, she totally explained it, and I don't have 10 million dollars, but even I'm just like, nah. And and it really comes down to the question of, isn't ten million enough? Like, when does it stop? Yeah, when it's too much. Right? Too much. Like, 
When, at what point is it immoral that we're building Jeff Bezos a helipad when we have the most amount of homeless people in New York City? Listen, right, there it is. So this is this is the Bodega Boys. That's how people get their news. But that was Jake Tapper interviewing her. <laughs> I mean, how much is that? You like, like, I, I, uh, okay, so um, what you have now is somebody who really wants to be a Kardashian. All right. So she doesn't understand macroeconomics. She doesn't understand that anybody making $10 million is already paying 50% of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not on a corporate level. Okay. Now, at a corporate level, I think the government should go in there, and I don't think Amazon should be paying no taxes, which mm-hmm. they did last year. Right. Nothing. I don't right. think so. I, I think that's either. wrong. Okay. And I'm so I'm with. Uh, Miss Cortez on that. But for me, when I earn money at the, you know, I pay half, half in state and federal taxes. And that's not enough for this woman. Um, I'm sorry. Achievement should be celebrated, not punished. All right, Bill, let me, let me switch subjects here in the last few minutes. Um, the Mueller investigation is supposed to be finished next week. A, true or false. B, what happens? What, what are we going to see? CNN reported that. I don't trust anything CNN says. But I think the indications are that the new attorney general made a call to Mueller and said, when are you going to have it? I think that's what happened. And I have that on Fairly reliable information, as Stu always knows. Of course. So Barr got in. The first call was to Mueller. When are you going to have it? And then it leaked out. Okay, so I'm going to go with it that Mueller will put out something, but it's not going to be public. It'll go to Barr. And then Barr will brief congressional people. As soon as he does that, it'll leak out. And, and that's true. The way that this works, Bill, is that it basically falls onto Barr to do a summary right. of the Mueller right. report. Is that right? Yep. And, and then Barr didn't have to make that public. You don't have to put it out to the folks. And I don't believe there's going to be anybody in Barr's office going to put it out. He does have to brief um, Congress, though, right? They're so scared now in the Department of Justice um, that they're not going to do that. But as soon as he goes over to the Hill... And it gets into the committees and says, this is what it says, two seconds later. (laughs) But you're not going to get an accurate appraisal of it. So Schiff and those guys, they're going to spin it negative no matter what it is. And then the Republicans, even if it was terrible, they'd say it isn't terrible. (laughs) So the folks will not get a real accurate barometer. And then, of course, the news agencies won't report it accurately. They'll... They have too much invested in it. So what comes out of this in the end, Bill? What does this mean for the... Unless there is a charge leveled against Donald Trump, it means nothing. Nothing. I mean, what if it's one of the kids? Donald Trump Jr., It's not going to be one of the kids. It's not going to be anything like that. And if if it were, it would have already leaked out. Mm -hmm. Here's what it's going to be. And you guys have this on tape and you can play it back. It's going to be Donald Trump did not understand that his organization was violating the spirit of our elections 
by interacting with Russian agents, bad actors, they're going to use that word, during the campaign. And the Russians tried to subvert our election, but the Trump campaign was so naive and so distracted and so incompetent that it played into their hands, the Russians' hands. That's what it's going to be. And is it true, uh, Bill, that because what we're going to get, essentially, if I'm reading this right, is we're going to get Barr's report, a Trump appointee's report about what the Mueller report says. So you'll get the Mueller report some down the road. Right. So Barr can't distort it. He can't. So but that's going to come from what? Uh, The the people he he briefs can't distort it and will. And the press, of course, will never report accurately because they can't. So they've they already to, convicted Trump of Russian collusion. So they have they to can't s- report it accurately. And then the people who are invested in Trump, who have defended him, can't certainly say, uh, oh, he was uh, he did something wrong. They can't do that. Everybody's got to stay where they are. It's like Jesse Smollett. Yeah, you just keep going. <laughs> he can't admit it. <laughs> Will this have to be subpoenaed to get the actual full report down nah, the line? Put it out. They'll they, put it down. They will. Yeah. I okay. mean, you can't pay all this money. The taxpayers paid $30 million. I mean, you can't say we're not going to show it to you. But it, it'll, be, it'll be redacted. It's like, it's like uh, Glenn Beck's life. You have to redact half of it. Yeah. A lot of it's ugly. Right? A lot of it's ugly. I don't know yeah, if I'd, I don't can't. I don't know if I don't know if I'd go there in that challenge with me there, Bill. But uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Bill O'Reilly. BillOReilly.com. Right, BillOReilly.com. Good to talk to you. Talk to you again next week. Okay. God bless. Uh, BillOReilly.com. Sign up. Yep. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. American Financing would remind you that now is a great time to refinance your house. In fact, these days are ticking by. Refinance your house. Uh, the, The interest rates are only going to go up unless there is some sort of real disruption. And then the average people... We're not going to be able to get uh, loans. It'll be the giant corporations that will get the money, just as it happened last time with the banks in 2008. I think there's going to be a, um, a tightening of loans for the average person that is coming, possibly a, a, uh, a dip in interest rates. But I don't think we'll be able to get those loans because they're going to be hard to get. Money's going to be scarce. Now is the time to do it. If you want to buy a house or if you want to refinance to lock your term in, that's really important. Please call AmericanFinancing.net right now. That's AmericanFinancing.net or call 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It is AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I will tell you that I am, uh, I I am, I I don't want to toot my own horn here at all because it's not me. It is really the people that I'm interviewing. 
If you haven't listened to my podcast that happens once a week, you really need to. They are really, really good. It's a sometimes a 90-minute conversation with deep, deep thinkers, um, people that are in the news, and then people like Rabbi Lappin, who once in a while, you'll just learn so much from this guy. If you, if, you know, about once, once or twice a year, I get a chance to spend time with him. And he's always just a fountain of information and wisdom uh, that I asked him to come and do a podcast this weekend. It's going to be Rabbi Lappin. We talk about socialism. We talk about what's coming with the country. We talk a little bit about history and the most basic of human questions. Who are we? Listen, the Bible is not man's book about God. If it was, we'd talk about the creation of the universe. Mm -hmm. It's God's book about man. And fundamental to that is this basic question of what are we? Mm -hmm. Are we nothing but a creature on the continuum that starts with bacteria and moves up to, to people? Or are we a completely different creature, as I say, touched by the finger of God? That's really what we have to ask ourselves. Because everything flows out of that. Once, once we decide that question, and you can never know it, you have to, it's, it's like everything else in life. When you get married to a woman, there is no way you can possibly know everything about her before you get married. That is a step you take with faith. Uh, when in almost every major decision in life, when you choose a career, you have no idea all the implications that, that that's going to have 30 years later. And so similarly, on, on this decision, you also make a decision in your life. You say, look, there's, there's, there's two ways to live my life. I either have to live my life as if I am truly a purposeless collection of molecules of nitrogen and oxygen and phosphorus and, uh, and carbon, uh, or I am something that God created and put here with a purpose. And the implications are absolutely huge. And the kind of society, first of all, the kind of person I'm going to try and make myself become, the family I'm going to raise, the society I'm going to be part of, all of this is shaped, as I said earlier, by a belief along these lines as opposed to any facts. Rabbi Lappin, uh, the latest in our series of interviews uh, with fascinating people, people that I don't necessarily agree with, some people I absolutely agree with, but each of them are people that I really want to talk to. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, we've got a guy who is, I think, the only survivor to ever jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, and his story is phenomenal. Mm. And he's now a motivational speaker trying to get people to understand, oh, I've been there. You know, he was kept alive by SEALs. Not, I mean, not like Navy SEALs, but like, Seals, seals, like seals, seals, sea lions, hmm. sea lions came up and and held him up uh, while the Coast Guard could get to him. Oh, wow. That's going to be that's amazing. Incredible. A lot of deep conversations you've had on this podcast um, and a lot of really interesting things. Can I make a recommendation for another? Yes. One? Um, do we have the short clip from this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez interview we just did? I think you should talk to this guy because this is insight. You're not going to hear anywhere right. else. Listen Go ahead. To this. You know what's crazy? Like she totally explained it and I don't have $10 million, but even though I'm just like, nah. So, you I know, know what's crazy? Yeah. Like, she totally explained it, and I don't have $10 million, but even though I'm just like, nah, 
I mean, that's you need to get this guy on. This is a huge. Can we hear that one more time? That's amazing. I'm not sure. You know what's crazy? Like she totally explained it, and I don't have ten million dollars. But even I'm just like, nah. Hmm. I gotta get. We need I bumper don't... stickers printed with that on it. I mean, can you imagine? That is deep. One more time. That's really deep. Listen I, to you that. You know what's crazy? Like she totally explained it, uh-huh. and I don't have ten million dollars. But even right. I'm just like, nah, nah. nah. I, I don't. I, mm-hmm. I, I think about it, guys. I, re- I, I am. Mm-hmm. I really. Yep. I bet you are. I have no idea. Was he for or against? I bet. You, I. I bet you are. I want you to sit back and think about that, America, today. <laughs> just think about it. I mean, that because he what just he explained it, and yet I'm still kind of like, nah. You know what's crazy? Like, she totally explained it, and I don't have $10 million, but even I'm just like, nah. You're listening to Glenn Beck. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I don't want to waste a second teasing you on what's coming up. The one, the only, Bernie Sanders. He announced his candidacy this week, and he is in our program, or uh, on our program, uh, via satellite, next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. One minute away. 23 and Me. the results are in. Uh, it is It is fascinating i got mine uh what two nights ago cheyenne's came in tanya's still not in uh we found some incredible things about i think tanya's history unless tanya's not the mother of cheyenne i don't know uh but to see this come in and to see where our roots are uh and to be able to track the roots back and also see you know do we have problems that were carriers for any anything um it's really truly fascinating um and and fun and it it starts this thing inside of you they're like i want to know about my heritage now i want to know where did that where did i cross when when did a beck ever go to france i want to know <laughs> when i want names it gives you threads to pull on oh basically and you want to go down and figure out what actually happened it's yeah. it is a kind of it's a good it's a good starter to kind of investigate the history of your own family. Yeah, and I am 13 times more Native American than Elizabeth Warren. That's And impressive. I've never put it on any kind of resume or anything. Well, I might well that's what she said at the beginning, too. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> 23 and me. 23 and me. Get your kit right now. It, you're going to receive all of your personal uh, personalized data on where your ancestry is from, but also you're going to find out some key health kit, uh, tips that are... Um, uh, here's one of them that I mean, some of them are just like kind of silly, kind of nonsensical things. But uh, one of them is you're more prone to hating chewing sounds. What? Now, I think Cheyenne was more prone, was less prone to hating chewing sounds. And she actually loves them. It drives me out of my mind. And I was less. I don't know what what in my DNA says <laughs> that. But it, but it's there, and it was accurate. Anyway, uh, 23andMe, 23andMe.com slash Beck. Go there now, get your kit, join me on this journey. It's an incredibly fun journey. 23andMe, 23andMe.com slash Beck. We go now to uh, Bernie Sanders, who is joining us, I think. Are you in New Hampshire, sir? 
I'm in Vermont. And you're Vermont, Vermont is the people's New Hampshire. Right. New Hampshire is the one percent of Vermont. I would never step foot in New Hampshire until right. the primaries. Okay. Well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's good to be here. I would like to say hello to you and to your listeners, specifically the ones who make less than forty-seven thousand dollars a year. Those are the hardworking Americans that I'm here to represent. Thank you, Glenn. Yeah. Well, what about the what about the other people that are you know making fifty, fifty-five, even a hundred thousand? Oh, you mean the Rockefellers of the United States <laughs> that are sucking wealth out of the middle class, the hardworking middle class that's composed of people that work in coal mines and chimney sweeps? I've nothing to say to those people yeah so um what what exactly is uh, why why do you think you've connected to the people so dramatically now i think we're finally awaking as a country that wealth is entirely dependent upon theft and they're understanding that the way to handle it is to either take the money of rich people or potentially break them into smaller organs and pieces and redistribute them to the masses. And I, I am the only person that wants to actually take blood out of Jeff Bezos and, and resupply it to other more hardworking people. You, you, you actually want his blood. Yes. Yeah. I, that, that way, at that point, because you, you have access to the bank account if you have blood, not a lot of people know that. But uh, there was a law in the 70s that if, if, you, if you get somebody else's blood, you, you have some recourse to their checking account. I don't think that's true, sir. Um, now, some of the uh, some of the proposals that you're making are, I mean, they sound like the former Soviet Union. Uh, the, uh, the, I will I will acknowledge they are robust proposals to try and save the United States from descending back into a plutocratic hellhole where aristocrats with top hats are beating coal orphans with whips for their amusement. Yes, Glenn, if that's what you mean. People yes. haven't worn top hats for a very long time, around the time of Abraham Lincoln, it, I believe. And that is entirely due to the New Deal of FDR. If it weren't for FDR, there would be top hats everywhere and coal orphans living right. in caves. So you are, you are, you're for the Green New Deal, I suppose. I, I had a, a lot of problems with it, as I imagine you did. I thought it was uh, fairly anemic. And, and very tiny in its scope. I thought it could have been three, four times more robust than it was. And when I'm elected president, I will make a hyper neon green deal that's new. A hyper... Hyper neon new green deal. Okay. And, and, and what's in that hyper new green deal? Thank you, Glenn. I, I appreciate that. I know you and I don't always see eye to eye. Yeah, However, I, I appreciate being able to spell out the policies. These are important to yeah. the working people right. in the United States. It's okay. The, the, the number one thing, Glenn, is Medicare for all. Now, I know what you're going to say, Glenn. You're going to say, how can the United States afford to pay for Medicare for all of the people of the entire planet Earth? And I tell you, we have enough money to do that, and it is unconscionable. Wait, wait a minute. That the wealthiest country in the history of the world can't give health care to everyone on Earth. So you want Medicare for all, for, I mean, for all, for all, for, for everybody. For everyone on Earth, and if there are other planets that have life, we will also give it to them. But right now, everyone on Earth. Okay. Um, so, so do we have borders in your world? Yes, we do. We do have borders because you have to be you have to be aware and conscious of rich people from other countries. You have to be able to stop them from coming in. So you have borders around rich people. Yes, ideally we would not let in anyone from the Cayman Islands or from Switzerland. Those two places are awful, and if we do not outright declare war on them, we should quarantine them. Okay, all right. Um, how do you? How do you? How do you? Uh, for instance, New York just rejected. Uh, you know amazon and they said we new york doesn't need uh you know amazon's jobs we create thousands of jobs every month anyway we're bigger than amazon um and you killed twenty five thousand jobs that uh glenn this is this is a fundamental misunderstanding of how the economy works the 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 economy naturally produces wealth 
It comes up. It kind of bubbles out of the ground. Like you're probably a proponent of trickle-down economics. I'm a proponent of of dribble-up economics, like from a septic tank. It rises from the bottom, and it just naturally happens. And evil people take more than their fair share. So the job of the government is to allocate theft, which is what all commerce is, into smaller units that are more equally distributed. And the people of New York did that. They saw the benefit in having a, a, a type of leader who is a technocrat with a sweater vest and having them in charge of money. That is the, 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 that is the future of mankind. All right. So, uh, Bernie, there's been a lot, of, uh, a lot of dirt that has come out on you that, 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 that – uh that essay that you wrote about how uh, men have a fantasy of women on their knees, bound and gagged and beaten. That's their sexual fantasy. And women, uh, they're fantasizing about being raped by three men at once. Glenn, that essay was a long time ago. I believe that was 1973, which That's... is also the last time I had sex. Right. I, have not, I have not had any relations since that time. I believe I should be expunged due to the, the good behavior that I've had. <laughs> Of not having any sex. None at all. None at all. Until everyone's having an equal amount, I refuse to engage in carnal relations with any Americans. Right. Okay. Uh, Are these these things being like the the videotape of you praising, you know, Castro's revolution? Uh, You still stand by that? Castro was a great leader and a great man. He did a lot of, he brought universal education to uh, the island of Cuba. He, uh... He was a, a, a fanatic for cigars, yeah, but they were, they were also made by good working Cubans. Uh, and he was an excellent baseball player, which uh, I myself am a fan of. I don't know if you know this. I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn. But, and but, the Brooklyn Dodgers yeah, were there right. until capitalists stole them and sent them to Los Angeles. Okay, but, but, but Castro himself was a killer. I mean, Castro had a couple of <laughs> details. You know, all, all leaders have a couple of things that maybe are foibles that they have to deal with. You know, uh, I, I frequently am, am criticized on my fashion because I like to store the two suits that I own in a Pringles can. Does that detract from my excellent policy chops? I say no. But store, having a crumpled suit and killing, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, that they're, they're not, I don't, wouldn't compare them. Uh, again, again, I, I think the, the issue, Glenn, is we're trying to make a better, more just, more equitable society occasionally, occasionally. People might die, but they will die less than in a capitalist system, which is based on on making a puree out of workers and then, so, and then uh, giving it to cows to feed them, and then we eat the cows, and that creates gases. There's all sorts of cycles that I don't think you're acknowledging in the capitalist system. Some might say that you're crazy, Bernie. Uh, I I am uh, I am crazy like uh, like FDR was crazy. I'm crazy for justice, crazy for equality. Does that make me crazy, Glenn? I say no. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll just one more quick question. Um, you know, you, you, uh, you've come out against Howard Schultz. Yes. Because he's wealthy. Yes. Uh, and, but you said to run as an independent is, is horrible. You are an independent. I am an independent strategically when it suits the ambitions of me and the working class people. Howard Schultz is a billionaire. Every billionaire is a policy disaster in the United States. I think his money should be taken and every Starbucks should be converted into some sort of organic organic farming facility for right. iceberg lettuce, not for kale. Kale is the top 1% of vegetables. It's right. just for iceberg lettuce. All right. So you are you're for the Democratic Party. All the rifts between you two have, have healed. There's nothing but love with you and the Democratic Party. I, I, uh, I am a, a strong proponent of the Democratic Party. I am enjoying the Democratic Party. Uh, I am, I'm proposing legislation actively that we should all legally be friends. And I believe once that's passed that we will usher in a new, a new utopia. All right. And uh, <laughs> just if anybody wants to pitch in on your campaign, what, what, what do you recommend? Uh, 
Uh, you, you can go to my website, uh, Bernie Sanders, two suits and a crumpled Pringles can dot org. Uh, the, uh, the other ones were already taken, unfortunately, but that, that one was still available. <laughs> right. Okay. And you can go there and donate on my Patreon account. And I'm trying to, uh, to crowdfund uh, a new state uh, in between Massachusetts and New Hampshire. A, a new state? Yes, it's, it's going to be Vermont, too. And uh, it, will, it, will just be, it will be Vermont, only slightly better. So there's a lot of projects to get involved in. The main one is to get me elected president. I think I'm going to pull it off this time. If I don't, I'm going to keep doing it at least to 2040. All right. Thank you very much, Bernie Sanders, for being a part of the program. My pleasure. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. I, I do like that he's honest. You know, yeah. He, yeah. He doesn't the mind. Vermont, too, I think we should explore next time because I don't know. I've seen Vermont, you know, Vermont one. I don't know how you'd make it better. Can you have too many Vermonts? I don't think I so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, all right. I want to talk to you a little bit about cryptocurrency here and blockchain technology. Blockchain technology is going to be so important. Um, and and I, I want you to understand it because it's going to play a role in everything that you do and everything that happens in our world. You see what's happening with blockchain technology and, um, and deep fakes? No. Is this uh, how they're going to figure it out? Yeah, they're they're saying now uh, DARPA is is working on how to identify deep fakes and then stop them from coming online. Right. And they want, you know, Facebook and Twitter and everybody else to run an algorithm that will automatically spot a deep fake and won't allow it to be uploaded. Uh, and part of it, and I didn't understand, and they were, you know, it's DARPA, so they weren't giving you the recipe. But it has something to do with blockchain where it's sending each each of these things through a blockchain so when you take a video or something it'll go on it'll go online and then be broken up into a blockchain so if if that picture or that video is reconstructed in any way right it'll be out of order if that hmm. makes any sense, uh, that's interesting. I yeah. mean, it's, uh, it's. I mean, like you know, DARPA figures out things that I, that don't seem that's obvious good. to me. So, it's good. Yeah, that's anyway, good. the reason why I'm telling you about that is because of blockchain. It's part of our future. It's part of our future. And it's really important that you understand because this is also the way money is going to be uh, 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 sent, and information is going to be sent. Our emails are going to be encrypted. This is the basis of cryptocurrency. SmartCryptoCourse.com will help you understand this so you can be an investor if you choose to or just be somebody who's aware of what's happening so you can understand the basic building blocks of what the world is building right now. You can take a 30-day risk trial, risk-free trial of this course. Go to SmartCryptoCourse.com right now. SmartCryptoCourse.com. Do it today. Start your course and learn about cryptocurrency and blockchain smartcryptocourse.com call 1-877-PBL-BECK 877-PBL-BECK 10 seconds station ID it's a it's a pretty amazing thing next week's going to be a pretty intense uh, week on Monday the Senate is voting on abortion the well not really they're not voting on abortion they're no. voting on whether you should kill kids that are alive yes in after they've been born have you seen it's not even an abortion argument have you seen the video of this woman going in wanting to uh kill her baby uh late third term uh and that's a it's a hidden camera and what this woman says do we have this audio we, yeah here it is yeah two th- from 2013 it's a few years ago but it gives you kind of a a vision into what this what, what's really going on in these places this is from uh live action 
and they're talking to an abortion doctor who's describing how what happens to born alive babies from unsuccessful abortions listen what if it was like twitching or like something like that like the, the solution will make it stop okay yeah okay <laughs> it's not gonna be moving around in the jar okay the solution would make it like yeah, that's the whole purpose of the solution okay so like if it, if it looked like it was like like breathing or something like that it'll automatically stop it won't be able to it won't be a, okay so i'm not even gonna see it no so okay so i mean like if that happens sleep they take it out and it goes into our lab where they do the stuff with the jar and cleaning and all that okay so what is the solution it's just like something like toxic or something yeah Okay. <laughs> we have to so, do that like, to keep it clean and, you know, because by the time it gets to the lab, it still needs to be freshly, you know. They don't. Yeah. So, so they could weigh it, so it could be proper weight to make sure that everything came out of you. Like, there's no pieces left in you. So, like, you'll make sure, like, I don't have to deal with it. No. If it will die. Like, you're done. You're done. Once you start this today, that's it. You're, you're not going to see it. We're not going to show you your sonogram pictures. We're not going to, you know. Yeah. All right. So, I'm like, if I feel like I'm having, like, labor pain kind of thing. Yeah. Call us. Call you. Yeah. We have an emergency line. Like, what if it, like, pops out, like, at home? Yeah. Like. <laughs> if it comes out. Yeah. Then it comes out. Then Flush it. Comes- it. Flush just it. like flush it yeah but you still have to come in okay we have to make sure that it, everything came out but we never had a situation like that because if it's like what if it's like on the floor like you know what i'm saying yeah like what would we yeah, do with not it be taking care of it that's what i'm because saying <laughs> like you guys would come yes. and like if anything you know we'll tell you to put it in a bag or something or somewhere and bring it to us mm. Say a, a human being they're talking about yeah so um that's really going to be up for a vote on Monday, uh, if somebody has a botched abortion and the baby comes out alive, do we flush it? Uh, do we neglect it or do we have to treat it like a human being? Um, that's happening on Monday. Uh, on Tuesday, they're going to vote on whether or not to accept the national emergency uh, for the border. Next week's a big week. And supposedly the Mueller report is quite close as well from being uh, finished i mean the report again as bill o'reilly correctly pointed out it was cnn reporting this so who knows but it's supposed to be towards the end maybe next week it will be coming out there's a lot of stuff going on it's ne- next week cpac too yeah friday i open uh the session cpac i i'm i'm the opening act for uh oh shoot uh, from uh texas um patch on his eye Oh yeah, uh, Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm opening for Dan Crenshaw, which is uh, should be exciting. Should be really exciting. I I, th- I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, he is he's made a quite an impact in a very short time, and almost I mean, everything I can think of is because he's just kind of done the right thing in a position where he didn't have to. I mean, that was when he the Saturday Night Live guy was making fun of him. And because you know, saying he didn't have an eye, and then joking about it, he, was, he lost it in a you know uh, serving our country. Mm-hmm. Um, and he handled that incredibly well. He didn't play victim. Didn't play victim. I mean, that's great. Look at that against Jesse Smollett from this week. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan Crenshaw easily. Remember, this was on the verge of an election. This is the Saturday before the election, I believe. And he could have easily exploited that to win more votes, to get more donations. And instead, he was just like, "Look, you know, we got to stop being offended by every little joke." 
You know, I, I don't like what he said that much, but, you know, I'm sure he's a good guy. And then he went on Saturday Night Live and joked around with him about it. They made fun of each other. And that was kind of it. You know, it was like, it's the exact way you're supposed to handle those things. And Dan Crenshaw did it really well. And, and everything I've seen from him since has been really solid. And, and he seems like a great guy. I mean, it's, you know, you know, every once in a while you get surprised by somebody kind of coming up out of, out of nowhere. I didn't know Dan really before Mm-mm. the election. Mm-mm. And, uh, you know, I'm excited that yeah, there's like someone him. who seems like there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. Uh, and things are changing. This is a new generation. It's just a new generation. And uh, so I'm anxious to see what's happening at CPAC. I'm anxious to see uh, if we really understand what we're up against. Uh, I'm going to be talking. I think the theme of CPAC this year is what makes America great. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about capitalism. And that's what makes America great. Uh, not socialism and the differences between the two. It, uh, it promises to be good. That is Friday morning i think it's the opening session uh like at 7 30 or something like that and then uh dan crenshaw and you're gonna be on radio right after that yeah. um uh, if you go into the uh 2018 congressional draft and you're picking some un, you know a diamond in the rough and you select dan crenshaw the other team selects alexandria ocasio cortez or elon omar who's gonna win i'm feeling pretty good about that draft yeah yeah, yeah. that's the right way to do it or they could pick uh jussie smollett that is probably his next role, right? He's probably, he'll probably, after the subway sponsorship dries up. Do you believe? Then he goes to, I think he runs for Congress and gets elected as a Democratic Socialist. By the way, uh, how did you not bring up, uh, t- talking about sponsorships, mm-hmm. how did you not bring up Colin Kaepernick's uh, company, Nike, and the blowout that happened? This oh, <laughs> does Colin Kaepernick own it now? Is that? Uh, yeah, no, okay. I want Nike to own it. I yeah. want Nike to own it. Their stocks fell 2% yeah. overnight because there was a tennis shoe blowout between Duke mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Zion Williamson, for some reason, was wearing tennis shoes on the basketball court. No one understands why he was doing such a thing, but uh, he was. Now, his shoe blew out, and he was wearing a basketball shoe, uh, a, a basketball sneaker, and his shoe blew out, and, and he got injured. He's out for a few weeks. You Luckily, it wasn't super serious. You can play that way? Well, I mean, gonna, I just, it's not that. a tennis shoe if he's a, playing basketball. It's a basketball shoe. All right. But uh, no, he can All call right. it a tennis shoe if you wish. Okay, just, I didn't, I didn't know we were bringing the big guns. Just let me get the 50 cal. I just have to just oil it just a little bit. It'll take me about mm, three minutes and we'll be back. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Our sponsor is uh, CarShield. If you are looking at, um, uh, a warranty that has expired on your car, or if you're looking at buying a used car, buy a used car. Trust me, buy a used car. Not worth paying. I, I finally get it at 55. I finally get it. <laughs> um, you, it's not worth driving the 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 brand new car off the lot and having the value destroyed overnight. Let somebody else do that. Um, but one of the concerns is a warranty. You can get Car Shield to do that. I have an old truck that we use up at the uh, ranch. It doesn't have warranty anymore. I had to use Car Shield. It saved me six grand. I had no idea that it was covered. I had no idea I had the problem that it had. Had to be had to be fixed. We fixed it. Car Shield took care of it. One eight hundred Car sixty one hundred. One eight hundred Car sixty one hundred. Use the promo code Beck. Save ten percent. CarShield.com. 
If you missed uh, the visuals of Bernie Sanders uh, in that interview, you may want to see it. Go to blazetv.com slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We sometimes need to hear about ourselves from an outsider. Sometimes somebody who is not in the family, so to speak, uh, can look at the family and go, you know what? Here's what's happening, guys. And nobody really sees it because you're too close to it. Jonathan Dunn is known as Freedom's Disciple. He does a podcast on The Blaze. He is from Ireland. He so desperately wants to live here um, in the United States. But, you know, getting actually getting a visa uh, here is is ridiculously difficult. Um, and so uh, he is in Ireland and he comes in to visit from time to time. And then he speaks around the country about America and what makes us. I love this. Not what makes America great, but what makes us exceptional. Welcome to the program from Ireland. Jonathan Dunn. Thank you, sir. Awesome to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you here. This, you're at home in America, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. That's where I feel comfortable. I, I When I come over here, I'm saying I'm going home. When I'm Monday, when I fly back, it's I'm back to Ireland and it's the way it is. It's life. It must be hard for you uh, because I can't imagine America. It, there's not a lot of people that are, are there in Ireland who are like, you know what? America's really got it. On. No. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, the frustrating thing and why I do what I do is there's not many Americans today who can actually tell you why it's an exceptional nation. I talk to many people on all sides and I get America's great because we're Americans. Mm-hmm. No, you're great because you're a set of values and principles. You know, I was very blessed, I've, I've shared this story with you and you know this well, is when I came over first as a seven, eight-year-old boy, I went to Clearwater, Florida mm-hmm. to my granddad's, mm-hmm. I fell in love with your country. Then I fell in love with your people because you're awesome, you're open-minded, you're inspiration, you're always looking forward, you've got this can-do attitude. Then with the internet and learning from people like you and Mark Levin, I fell in love with America, the idea. It's the idea that makes you exceptional. When I hear people on all sides of the aisle say, you need to be more like Europe, you need to be like everyone else, no. We need to be more like you, not because you're Americans, but because of certain ideals, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the right that you have the right to pursue your happiness. You can do anything you want. It doesn't matter because of your race, your class, your background, your education, your parents. People don't see the difference between you. I mean, they would think Scotland, Ireland, England. I mean, I can go over there and be whoever I want to be. Why, why can't you be there, that over there? Because there's, that not, there's no incentive to be. So people, let me break that down into certain policies that you need to be aware of. So everyone now, you're running for 2020 and you're talking about progressive tax codes and it's about the millionaires and the billionaires. The problem with that is it might start there, but eventually it attacks the, the average Joe, the middle, middle class does. person. Mm-hmm. Let me give you some stats about Ireland. Ireland is a proud progressive nation with a proud progressive tax code. Every cent, everyone earns over 32,000 euros, which is ballpark with exchange rates, about $34,000, is taxed at 40%. Oh, my gosh. Why would you work? Why would you do the incentive? My mother is over 60, and she made some changes in her life a couple of years ago, and she worked five days a week all her life, and she was on decent money for what she did. I sat her down, and she was like, I I need to do a little bit less, and I need to just want to do different things, and I want to live a bit more. I sat down, and I did her numbers and said... If you do a three and a half day week or a three day week, you'd only lose like a hundred bucks. And she was like, but that's two days less work. How is that working? Because I brought her right under the 32,000 euros. She saved so much money. She was effectively spending two of her days effectively working for the government, putting herself through that hassle. If you have that incentive or lack of incentive, why work hard? 
Why come in early? Why want a bonus? But that's only for a worker. When you're innovating, why would you want to do it? Why would you want to work and give 40% of income tax to the government? That's income tax. Then we have PRSI. Then we have a USC. It I don't goes know up what to those are. 50. What are those? So it's pay-related social insurance. And then there's a USC, which is a social charge, which all supposedly goes into the healthcare. But we are like a government like you all, where it's supposed to go into these different funds, but, but it, doesn't. it doesn't. It goes into one big pot, yeah. and then everyone just takes out of it what you will. So you are up to 50, but that's pretty much, I mean, Bill O'Reilly talked about it today, 50% of his paycheck uh, because he lives in New York, goes to taxes. About 46 or 47% of my ch- paycheck goes to uh, taxes. So we're doing that. It's just on the the rich yes. that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Y- you think the difference is the it's rich had a down. chance to get there. Yeah. It, the, the, the reason, the frustrating thing for me is about socialism and about big government is the, you have to understand, when I hear Bernie Sanders and some of the socialists speak, they're usually right on the problem. It's the solution they fall down mm-hmm. on. The reason that free market capitalism is the answer is because it creates the same level playing field for everyone. These big businesses that lobby government and use these policies and use these regulations and tax policies, they've made their money. They can pay the 40% tax. Mm-hmm. Other people don't. It's why America is the exception. If we go back to your history, you study the history of the world and pretty much every revolution, you're the exact opposite. Because usually revolutions, and you're seeing this in France right now with the yellow best mm-hmm. protest. They're the people at the bottom of society, and I mean this not from a class or not from a standard, from an income point of view, with nothing to gain and everything to lose, wanting their slice of the pie. Your founders were the exact opposite. If I use modern day language, your 54 signers of the Declaration of Independence were the bourgeoisie, were the greedy capitalists, the millionaires and billionaires of the day. If they wanted to, they probably could have gone to the king and said, hey, listen, king, we're all these people, we are all these people with status, with money, with not well known, with land, with property, with businesses. Give us a better deal and just screw the average American. They didn't. They fought for freedom for everyone. I have studied the founders so many times, and I've never looked at it that way. That is a great observation. They had, no, they had everything to lose. That is why they're incredible. But let's go even one step further. The frustrating thing for me is because you're using certain words in your culture right now, and one of them is winning. Everyone on my friends on the left, my friends on the right, they say, I just want to win. America was never about winning. Let's go into some of the stories about winning, shall we? Your 54 signers, your Declaration of Independence. One was a judge from New York. This is very rare for today. He was respected by both sides of the aisle as a fair judge. After he signed the Declaration of Independence, how many cases did he hear? Zero. Why? Because it wasn't about winning. It was about doing the right thing. Other people who signed your Declaration of Independence lost their property, lost their stature, lost their fame, had their wives, their mothers, their sisters raped. What was winning like to them? But then you go into the Revolutionary War, the people who fought, who went and actually went into battle, who lost their brothers, who had no shoes, who hadn't got guns, who hadn't got the right training. What did winning look like to them? America was not built on a great idea of winning. If you want to win, study the French Revolution, because that's all they wanted. They wanted to get their bit of power and win and compel the other side, and that ended with the guillotine. America was built on the premise of doing the right thing. It's why you had divine provenance. If you get that and you understand it's not about winning, you have to do the right thing. And your answers are in your Constitution, are in the Bill of Rights. And if we have these conversations, you win. Can I share an example with you of someone I had a conversation with mm-hmm. this week? Someone went, John, I, I hear you talk about government and stuff, you know, but Bernie Sanders, you have to admit money in politics is a problem. And I went, I absolutely agree with you. Money in politics is a problem. Lobbying is a problem. 
he went, how do you fix it? And I went, why don't you tell me how you fix it? You're a Bernie Sanders supporter. How do you do it? He's like, well, campaign finance for law. I said, no, the answer is the Constitution. What's in that document that fixes that? Article 1, Section 8. 18 causes are there of what the federal government can do. Everything else is left to the states. I know you've said you believe this. You share this. If you follow that... Everything else has got to go to the states. You don't have lobbyists in Washington. You come to Texas, you come to Austin, you come to New York, you come to Chicago. But even states like Texas, you all meet, what, two months every two years? Mm -hmm. So for 22 months of the year, lobbyists can't do anything in Texas. Then you encourage that to go elsewhere. That's how you solve these problems, the Constitution. The sad thing about your country right now, you've come so far off your government, your founder said there's 18 things the federal government can do. Everything else is to the states. Here's the sad truth about your country. Can you name 18 things the federal government won't do? No. Can you name one? They tell you what toilet you can go to. They tell you what cars you can drive. They tell you what mortgage you can have. They can tell you how much income you have. They tell you what sweets you're allowed. They tell you what medicine you have. Name one thing the federal government cannot do in your life. Because here's where the difference is. America's founders are so exceptional. They said, your rights come from your creator. And there's limits on government. Why I'm terrified that no one addresses this problem. You want to know the real battle of the day? It's not Donald Trump. It's not Democrats. It's not Republicans. The battle of the day that we need to start explaining to people, it's not even liberty versus tyranny. It's the law of man versus the law of nature. You're exceptional for a fact because every other nation, whether it's a king, a dictator, a monarch, an oligarch, a theocracy, any of them are all based on the law of man. There's no foundation. It changes with popular opinion and with, op- and with elections, wave elections. Yours, founder, said, no, 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 no. We're going to base it off the laws of nature's law and nature's God because there's principles. They were true 240 years ago. They're true today, and they will be true 250 years from now. It is why um, socialism doesn't work because it takes away and and is in the face of the law of of nature. It 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 says that men are not animals. Uh, and that somehow or another we can equalize everything and make everybody the same. It's it's in nature. Nothing is the same. The, all the lions are not even equal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you want that. We want difference right. of people. You know, we want people to do different things. Because here's the key word that you need to emphasize in your Declaration of Independence. You have a right to pursue your happiness. You're not guaranteed happiness, but you have the right to pursue it. It's about the individual. We all have different things. If you want to go be set up the blaze, which you did, and you wanted to have this empire to, to stand and be a bacon for truth, go for it. If you Couldn't want to do this home, in Ireland? No, absolutely not. Not a hope in hell. But also there's no market for it. That's the reason you have a difference. So people say to me, what's the difference between Ireland and every or in America and the rest of the world? You have a beacon. You're not using it right now, but you have a roadmap to success. We don't have that. We don't have nature's law. We don't have a fundamental belief we're all created equal. We have a class system. That's how I got my show. I don't know if you remember. I rang in. You were annoying me one week. I said, mm-hmm. Dan, please stop using the word middle class. It goes against the founding of a principle of America. Because if you have a, you're Glenn, you're upper class. Stu, you're middle and I'm lower. But yeah, we're all fundamentally created equal. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Mm-hmm. It can't, you can't have it. They're oil and water. So I say I'm much more upper class than either of you. <laughs> well, I'm the lower class of it all. I guess we're basing it on income. But the idea that you have that idea, if you want to go be a baseball star and earn like Manny Machado, I'll give you a baseball right yeah, yeah. If you want to be Manny Machado and you want to sign a 10-year, $300 million deal, go for it. If you're like me and who happens to like to speaking and I want to do that for free, go for it. It all goes to your pursuit of happiness. If you want to set up a business or if you want to be a stay-at-home mom because that's popular to attack today, if that's your dream in life, 
Go for it. It fundamentally comes back to you're an individual and you can do whatever it is you want. You have one opportunity in life and we need to encourage people because mm -hmm. here's the cultural difference between America and the rest of the world. Every other country pulls people down. There's a saying, I'm sure you may have heard it, you're getting too big for your britches. Mm -hmm. Or you can't do that. Mm -hmm. You've got a bit successful. Then you're now rich. You, mm -hmm. you have all these things. You have your big car, new car. You have all this money. You're worth all these millions. I Googled you. I see how much money you're worth. You're too big. You need to pay more. America was about, you know what? Go for it. Why don't you do it yourself? You can do it. There's nothing stopping you. It's all up here in the mindset. So many people have become a victim mm -hmm. of, I could never do that. I, I, why could I do I don't come from the right class. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all in your mind. Dream big. You were here a couple of years ago. Um, quickly, uh, we have about a minute, minute Sorry. and a half left. Tell me what, if anything, is different since the last time you were here. Well, the good news to report is I've been around a lot of Texas and Oklahoma and St. Louis. Your people are still awesome. It hasn't, the way you treat each other online hasn't infiltrated how you treat people on the street, which thank God, touch wood, it never does. You're still open. There's no racial issues. I've had conversations with black people, white people, gay people, straight people. There is nothing um, there. The biggest thing I've learned is there's an appetite for founding principles because everyone right now, they won't might admit it because of their politics, are going, things aren't making sense right now. What we need to do, if you want to go big and you want to actually make America exceptional again, now is the time to make the case for your founding principles. You have to understand the Declaration of Independence and make the case, not about the Republicans or the Democrats or left versus right, make the case for principles. Because here's the thing, people say to me, can America prosper again? Can America be exceptional again? That's not the question. The question is, yes, you can. The question is, do you want to? The question is, are you willing to go through the pain and sacrifice that your founders went through to get it? This is why um, we gave him a show on The Blaze. It's a podcast. You can listen to it. Freedom's Disciple, Jonathan Dunn. I urge you to, uh, uh, to seek that podcast out and listen to him and support him. And one day, I hope to welcome him as an American to our shores. This year you will. Jonathan, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Jonathan Dunn. Sponsor this half hour is X-Chair. Sitting in great chairs made by X-Chair. These are, I think, the best chairs uh, I've ever sat in. They don't make these in Ireland, I'll tell you that much. No, they make the DeLorean in Ireland. Is that true? That's yeah, that was, I, right? Ireland. North Ireland. Yes. Is yeah. There's two so, and that worked out really well. Right? <laughs> it worked out really well, yeah. You make what you used to make bombs and, uh, and DeLoreans in Northern Ireland. So that, that was... Hell of an industry. That was good. That was good. Well, we did actually make a bigger impact, if I may share. Do you know the tactics you use in guerrilla war in Iraq, sadly, against the American troops? Mm -hmm. That was pretty much founded in Ireland, where you, they didn't have bullets, and you literally went and targeted someone on a step and shot them. Those guerrilla yeah, tactics. So, this message is brought to you by the Ireland Tourism Board. <laughs> here, uh, uh. All right, X-Chair. X-Chair has uh, just announced a couple of new modifications to make X-Chairs even better. Improved wheels. Now you can enhance your X-Chair's performance and protect your floors with the X-Wheel wheel blade casters these are urethane wheels driven by butter smooth whisper quiet ball bearing ball bearings it's the rolls royce of uh of ball bearings and wheels for your uh for your chair also a wider base i could give you the fancy stuff but i could say because we all have a wider base now got it good here it is x chair one eight four 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 x chair eight four 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 x chair or you can visit xchairbeck.com get a free footrest if you use the promo code beck it's xchairbeck.com eight four 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 x chair xchairbeck.com promo code beck this is the glenn beck program
All right. Let's uh, let's let's end it here. Do you agree with what Bill O'Reilly said today about uh, Jesse Smollett that he's not he's going to get off? I kind of don't. I think I don't this is one of those crimes. I kind of feel like it's actually worse to be a celebrity when so you commit too. it because a lot of people did the have had Trump hoax attacks and we went through a list of them. Yeah. And most people didn't get anything. Blaze has a great yeah. story on it today. Yeah. Uh, on the the 30 plus uh, hoaxes. Uh, but I think he has he has poked a finger in the eye of Chicago yeah. police. Mm-hmm. They are really upset about it. Yeah, they're upset because they've you know redirected resources away. Yeah. You know, um, and the the uh, the superintendent actually said, you know, I wish people cared as much about you know the violence on the streets as they care about this. Yeah, I mean it's it's got to be frustrating if you're yeah. in Chicago. You're dealing with real problems, and then. Here's this situation. And uh, Empire has written him out of the last uh, two episodes. Yeah, he's teased toast. I mean, let's be honest about it. He is done. All right. Have a safe weekend. We'll see you on Monday. You're listening to Glenn Beck.